Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. Today is the first Sunday of Advent 2020, and we're talking about hope. Let me tell you about a story. There were two salesmen, shoe salesmen, who were sent by their boss to a faraway land. They got there. The one salesman immediately emailed his boss back. He said, please let me come home. Get me out of here. He said, none of these people wear shoes over here. The other guy, he emailed his boss and he said, please send more inventory. These people really need shoes. Well, a lot of times it has to do with our perspective, doesn't it, when we look at life's problems. You know, when we look at an Old, Tas- Old Testament book, the Hebrew Bible, we look at Jeremiah, and Jeremiah was, he was kind of like that salesperson uh, requesting more shoes. He was tried to be as positive as he was. He offered the people of Judah and Jerusalem a message of hope. He was often, often referred to as the weeping prophet because he cared so deeply about, about the things he spoke about. And as a prophet, he tried to bring hope to those people. And yet, ironically, Jeremiah seems most of the time to have been also like the first salesman, not that hopeful. He tried his best, probably thrown in jail because he was saying negative things about the king. Um, He tried to be positive, but at times it was difficult, a struggle. And saying that they had been an unfaithful people, he was trying, encouraging people to do better. Despite his situation of hopelessness, Jeremiah does say, there will be a day when a king shall come and to rule with justice and righteousness. He spoke peace. He spoke hope in the book of Jeremiah that there will will be a new day. There's a coming shepherd. There will be a redeemer. There will be a new covenant. I read this week about Desmond Tutu, the bishop of South Africa, and he wrote a book called Hope and Suffering. And in that time of apartheid in South Africa, Desmond Tutu and other Christian leaders were proclaiming oracles of hope. They kept saying, life will change. The days are coming. Do not lose hope. Good leaders instill hope in other people. And lo and behold, that hope, during a time of suffering in their history, gave birth to new life. The apartheid regime regime came to an end. In our world today, as we look around, here in 2020, we see a lot of reasons where we could just give up hope. We know people are having struggles with their health, struggles with economy and people getting back to work. We see people fearful of just of the pandemic. And then, but we're so hopeful of a vaccine and a new day when the world will get back, back to how we knew it previously. All around us is a lot of, in, there's a lot of suffering, but we still, as Christian people, hold on to our hope. Let's talk about four processes of hope that I read about this week by a researcher by the name of Robert Richardson. And the first one is hope as an experiential process. Hope often comes in the context of suffering and illness and death. So many years I've worked in the hospital and people who have been really struggling with their health or challenging illness. I'm always so inspired that 
even in the midst of that, people still do not give up hope. Suffering is the greatest challenge to hope, yet it is also, as Paul said, suffering produces hope. When someone goes through an illness, a time of maybe going through cancer or something that's very traumatic, they don't lose hope. It's an amazing, inspiring part of of humanity. It makes sense that theology of hope rose out of the Holocaust. Studying people, as I've, I've done this past year, who went through the most desperate times in their world and in their family, but yet they came out of that struggle with great, great hope. And now we have this reaction to COVID that life will get back to normal. And in the midst of difficulties, hope arises. And that is the human spirit. Number two is hope as a spiritual process. Many people use spiritual resources to help them get through difficult times. It might be worship. It might be prayer. It might be meditation. It might be reading inspiring uh, 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 readings. It might be uh, reading uh, scripture, sacred text, guided imagery. These things, these, these spiritual resources that help get us back on track, that carry us through. Biblical hope is not just hope for a specific outcome but it's hope in, hope in God, knowing there's a purpose and a plan and the days will get better. As Christians, we have a resurrection hope of knowing that that Christ lived a sinless life. He died on a cross, but that he rose again. The beautiful Easter story that he is not dead, that he is risen. Great hope we have as Christians. Number three is hope as a rational thought process. A dimension of hope is a per, per, uh, the provision of some sense of control. When we, people lose control in their lives, uh, but the one thing they can hold on to is their hope and their response to an illness or difficulty. Um, we try as chaplains to help folks set reasonable goals for themselves. This is called a psychosocial hope. We have a hope that, that, yes, rationally, things will get better. And then number four, hope as a relational process. You know, we as, as humanity, we're, we're in relation with other people. And we found this at our church as we have come back together to worship. Although it might be a little different, we're able to do it safely. But there's something about being with other people, our church family. Being with family, being with friends. Uh, caregivers contribute to the maintenance of hope. We love, we receive love from our family and friends, and this creates hope in all of our lives. Advent is a time of waiting with hope, waiting and watching and yearning and hoping for our Messiah King. We're hoping for a new life and a new beginning, for life with justice and peace, and peace and joy among all people. I think we've all done our our share of waiting in 2020. We're ready to move on, but still we hold on with hope. Hope is real. It's perhaps the most real among those who are going through difficult days. So we're a hopeful people. My prayer for you during this Advent season, as we prepare for Christmas in just a few weeks, that we celebrate hope and we remind ourselves that as Christian people, we're a hopeful people. Thank you, and God bless you.